welcome to the So Many Shows podcast. Today's episode celebrates Sweet Magnolias and marks our first interview since the release of season two on Netflix. Congratulations to the series for spending its entire first week at the number one spot on Netflix. Fans are so enamored with the friendships and romances on Sweet Magnolias, and someone who has proven to be a loyal friend and confidant on the series is the character of Dr. Howie Young. It was great to spend more time with Howie in season two and to see him interacting with his pals in a variety of settings. As we wait anxiously, hoping for word of a third season, I cannot help but wonder what other stories Howie might have to tell. We know he is a capable physician, a great listener, and an all-around fun guy, whether it's on the basketball court or at the karaoke club. Might there be some romance for Dr. Howie in the future? Or interesting facets of Howie's personal life we have not yet explored? We look at these questions and so much more in my interview with actor Sean Passwaters, who plays Howie on Sweet Magnolias. I am excited for you to learn more about Sean and his portrayal of Howie and the series. So without further ado, let's move on to the interview. Thanks for coming. Thank you for having me. One thing I, I like to ask up front is, did you actually audition for the role of Howie? Sometimes people audition for something different and, you know, end up in another part. Well, I guess technically I did, but my first round of auditions and actually all the way through the callback was for the part of Nolan. Okay. Nolan um, in season one. Oh, yes. Yes. He, it was a beautiful part. And yeah. I, I thoroughly enjoyed working with working on that piece. My wife helped me audition and uh-huh. uh, I was so excited. I flew across the country to the callback and then right, right before going in, uh, Chase Paris handed me just some other sides. And usually to okay. me, that means, oh no, but they cast the part, the part I came across the country for. Uh, right. And I was a little bit thrown, but as uh-huh. I was reading, I was, it just felt, it felt more, I don't know, more natural. So I just okay. tried to give them my best shot and okay. they were really nice and kind and gracious in the room. And, okay. Uh, yeah. Awesome. And a bigger role. <laughs> I was like, yeah, exactly. I, I, was, I, w- I was gonna say there's a lot of potential, it looks like, for Howie in the series. So I uh, will talk about that in a little bit, but maybe that's yeah, even better. So and for folks who may not remember, immediately Nolan was trying to adopt the young girls who had just lost their parents. He was their godfather, I believe. Yeah. And then wanted to adopt them. So yeah, that was a really, really sweet story very touching. So we've got to talk about the cliffhanger scene. You were part of the big reveal in that scene. Can you talk a little bit about the complexity of shooting that scene? There was a lot going on. Oh gosh. Yeah. Um, it was, they were, it was split up in between two days. Uh, okay. The first day was literally everybody that imaginable in the show was in that scene. Um, yeah. <laughs> and for the first time meeting each other, which was kind of really wild. Uh, I hadn't, I mean, playing a, you know, a kind of a move the scene along kind of character like I do, I didn't really realize that a lot of the leads didn't even, haven't worked together. Right. Uh, that was so it was true. really interesting to see all the personalities for one come into one space. Good point. Mm-hmm. And have different reasons for being there. And then the level of intensity. I just remember the DPs and uh, Norman Buckley were just kind of buzzing around constantly <laughs> checking in, giving people little bits and little gems of things to like that they needed more of, or, or I don't know, just a little tightening up of little things, but then uh-huh. repositioning, you should have seen the floor it was marked with every imaginable tape. <laughs> I don't even know where they came up with that many colors of tape. It was very exhausting, I would say. Sure. Um, I think so. in, a, in a great way. But okay. actually, it served the scene well. I think everybody was so exhausted by everything that was going on, but we would have been in real mm-hmm. life. 
So that makes sense. Nice. Yeah. It was, it was, it was intense. It, it felt good to be a part of that reveal too. I know uh, Heather got the, the actual who it was in the car. Right. Oh, she, okay. Okay. <laughs> Very cool. Now was there, I, I saw that there was a, looks like maybe a stunt performer for Carson who plays Ty. Was, was there any other stunt work or special choreography? In that particular scene? No, just the, with the, the, the stunt worker kind of worked with the two boys on how mm-hmm. to push. And, and, yeah. and uh, actually the stunt performer looked a lot like uh, Carson, which was really helpful. But yeah. uh, <laughs> But Carson, he's a very physically capable young man as well. So that sure. that was easy. It was just a it was literally a collaboration uh, between Norman and the and the, the director of photography on just how to actually capture that. Okay. Okay. So we we kind of just let them play, uh-huh. uh, and they kind of they visualize it out. I know Norman always has like what he needs, mm-hmm. and then he kind of he kind of adds from there. Or at least okay. I discovered that working with him. But there, I, I did, there wasn't like a, a very specific person choreography uh, doing all the choreography for that one. right it had been planned out and, and working through it okay well it was very effective on many levels but specifically talking about the fall on his arm it you know it just I think most people probably had an audible gasp when that happened just looking at it like that you know yeah. his arm backwards uh yeah it was it was pretty scary and and very surprising not something you we anticipated it was going to be all about who was in the car who was injured in the car who would have thought we'd have another injury right there in the hospital at the time. So about playing a doctor, how do you kind of prep for that? I mean, obviously you can't do a quick stint at medical school, so. This is true, this is very true. <laughs> I, um, well, I, I, did a, I did a little bit of a research, uh, research on my own. Okay. Um, part of a church community here in LA uh, where one of the small group members is a doctor. Okay. Uh, I always shoot questions to him. I always ask him like, All right, if I were reading this dialogue, how natural is this? And just okay. kind of asking his journey. Yeah. But uh, uniquely enough, one of my groomsmen who was an actor, and I think still is, decided to go to med-, med school, and he's actually now a doctor. When we were staying in the Southeast to shoot season two, I got to stay with their family, oh. and they're all doctors. They're all spinal surgeons, and uh, wow, it was eye-opening to see just how people interact. Okay. Uh, my character seems to be a friend of everybody, but very kind and, and loving, and these doctors very much so are. There's that Southern kind of charm to it mm-hmm. and then coming like generations into these buildings it just felt good to add that like okay that's very much part of the job obviously I need to know the technical stuff and I'll learn mm-hmm. that as the as the writers decide to add but I definitely have a, a handful of, uh, of professional doctors that I could I could reach out to and ask about dialogue ask about what this okay. type of medicine means or does or is this the right type of are the writers on and the writers always are they do their research yeah yeah what a great resource Thank goodness you weren't playing a race car driver or something. You know, you don't come across as many of those <laughs> to consult with. So we know there's a lot of romance in Sweet Magnolias. Howie is not attached to a partner yet. What would you say, from your familiarity with the character, what would you say is something unique that he has to offer a potential romantic partner? Something different from all the other guys? Ooh. Well, uh, I think we've been joking around about Howie being, uh, he plays all sports. Which okay. Is- Kind of unique in my real life. I guess I, I like to play a lot of sports, but it's really nice to pretend to be that guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he's a, he's a really, and he plays tennis with Heather. He plays basketball mm-hmm. with the guys. He likes to trash talk. Yeah, um, yeah. So I, I, I think I, he has a sense of humor, but he's also very like, he sits down with people in hard moments. And I think 
Howie has a lot to offer in terms of just a, a companion that, that cares about all, everything, cares about having fun, cares about being out and physical, but also very much so uh, can get the job done when he needs to get the job done. Yeah. If sure. I'm everybody's doctor, I, I sure do work a lot. <laughs> yeah. I did I notice so. that I'm, I'm never in the big scenes. Like, I don't know. Uh, I'm never at church. Like, I must be right, always right. working. You're I, always working. You're either playing basketball <laughs> or working. Yeah, sports activity or working. Yeah, there's there's only but so much time in the day. Well, Howie is such a great character that people are, I think, find very endearing, especially now that we got to know more of him this season. What do you think might be some of his flaws? He's not going to be perfect all the time. You know, I was talking with Cheryl. We had a little coffee here in California, Cheryl Anderson. Yeah. Um, and uh, she she kind of just let me talk. Okay. And I have noticed in talking before that certain things made it to screen. Um, okay. Days or karaoke stuff. Like, I, I don't uh-huh. know if I was in an effect of that, but I know that those are things that I talked about. Okay. But, okay. Uh, I would say in terms of how he's, he's single. He's the same mm-hmm. age as, as pretty much the, uh, the, the series leads. He had to have had some kind of dark something. I, in my personal life, and maybe this is a, a decent form for this, I, uh, I struggle with a unknown genetical unilateral muscular disease. Okay. And uh, doesn't inhibit a lot of things. And mm-hmm. that, that's a whole other story. But it, it is something that I think about. I can't actually go out and play certain kinds of sports because it definitely inhibits me. But I could do that on screen. I okay. kind of thought of maybe if uh, if the writers were willing or I, it would be an interesting thing to develop, like how he maybe was you know, trying to be a professional athlete of some sort, but decided mm. that he'd go into medicine to figure out what's going on with his body. But in turn, he found his true calling to help people. There you go. That, that's, that's what I would like. And that's, I don't know how dark that is, but I, I think that adds a little bit of unique drama that I could help the kids yeah. out with. Maybe Logan. Uh-huh. Or, For or, sure. For sure. Yeah, no, that's definitely a, a, I could see a lot of development there. It's like, you know, they say peeling the layers, you know, on an onion. And we did more of that. We saw more of that in season two, finding out a little bit more history with folks and why they are the way they are. So I think that would just fit right in. So, well, speaking of the the basketball, tell me (laughs) about, and this, I, I, I don't know if we credit Cheryl with this or who specifically, but just talk to me about the sweaty magnolias. (laughs) <laughs> I, I think I have to credit Cheryl, but she's very, okay. <laughs> uh, very elusive. Like she, she very, I, I, I'm, I'm almost certain she came up with that term, but it could have been anyone in Video Village. And she's just, mm-hmm. so, she's very humble. Um, yes. But it was, it was so fun <laughs> to shoot those scenes. It, it kind of happened. I uh, replaced another character that was unavailable. I don't know the, how that all worked out. Oh, okay. But, um, uh, they may have intended for me to be in the role, but I, it, uh, it just kind of worked out that I was available for it. So uh, okay. I was very blessed with that, but it was so fun shooting it. And I noticed a lot of the uh, video village folks were taking pictures on their, their cell phones, uh-huh. of which I released some of the photos they, they, uh, they sent. But it was really, really unique to know that like uh, the show is about the women, but the guys like to play around. And we had such yeah. a great time bonding that it felt like it was something special to kind of not take away from the women, but to add. Um, oh, definitely. Yeah. So when they kicked around the, the term sweaty magnolias, it felt like <laughs> such an honor. I mean, it's a hilarious term. But, yeah. Yeah. And it marks a very specific day when we're all out there and, and it's very hot at that time of year in uh, the Georgia area. Mm-hmm. And we were, <laughs> we didn't even need to be sprayed down. We were already. Completely <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which was a huge, <laughs> huge challenge for the sound department trying to stick microphones on it. Oh, our yeah. Sweaty bodies. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if I'm answering that question fully. No, no, you are. Just I wanted to know a little bit about the experience of, you know, shooting it. And and that's a great point that you made. I think, you know, just 
giving you guys that name, like a type of magnolias, like the ladies, really does reflect the bonding that we saw in those scenes. You know, we, we saw these men so much as individuals. It was great to see them together and know that, hey, these, you know, romantic leads have friends as well, you know, that they can fight in, you know. That, so the that, ladies get to pour it out. Yeah. They, they pour it out. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a staple for every episode. Uh-huh. You don't really ever see the guys necessarily pouring it. I think there were some scenes with uh, Cal and Trotter at the bar a few times. A couple times, yeah. I don't know if we ever uh, got back to that in season two, but what did the guys do? And I, yeah. I actually, it's like a really cool opportunity to, if it, if it stays with basketball, great. Uh, yep. If it changes into more sports, we joked about that. That would be uh-huh. great. Okay. Well, I mean, we're all hoping, hoping for a season three. And I, if we get it, I think that would be great to keep that going in some fashion. For I sure. totally agree. I thought it was very effective. <laughs> and and one of the funniest lines to me of the whole season was where you pointed out, your character pointed out to Ronnie that his wife wouldn't let him in the house. You know, he says, I'm married, you know, I've got a <laughs> wife. And you're like, Yeah, she won't let you in the house. That was that was and it was kind of dry too. That was so funny. Great delivery. So <laughs> we got to hang out a little bit prior to that shoot. And okay. <laughs> Brandon's a big guy. Uh, yeah. I mean, just <laughs> I mean, he I, he towers over me in stature, and uh, he's a so for me to be able to trash talk him like that, I really really had to talk about all right. We must know each other well enough to go there and to say such very like specific things. Uh, yeah. He was super kind about the way he interacted back. There was no like aggression back. It was it was healthy, fun court stuff. Sure. So it, yeah, it helped yeah. a lot in the delivery, and uh, of course, Norm helped very specifically mm-hmm. on on the line reads and whatnot through that too. Yeah. I, I loved it. That was definitely a favorite of mine. <laughs> so do you, were you given a backstory for Howie or did you kind of create one? Like I'm, you know, just kind of wonder in your mind or did they tell you, had you been, Howie been friends with Bill for a long time? How does he feel about Bill now? Um, they did, uh, Howie didn't, didn't exist in the books. And right. uh, I didn't know that initially. My first time meeting Cheryl and said, we just kind of chatted a little bit about, first of all, I was just thanking her for letting me be there. And I was just <laughs> so happy to be part of the team. And she told me that, uh, that Dr. Howie was, un, was, was non-canonical. And I sat with that for a minute and I had no idea what that meant. I, I just, I approached her, I had like, I, I really don't know what that word means. So she's like, he's not I'm hoping you'll tell me too. <laughs> <laughs> he's not in the canon of the book series. And uh, oh, I was like, okay, okay. got it. Mm-hmm. Non-canonical, that makes sense. But uh, she, she looked at me at that moment and she was kind of like a wink in her eye, but she's like, so he is what you make him. She kind of gave me a little elbow nudge and then walked yeah. off. I was like, okay, that's, that's fun. That's mm-hmm. pressure, but that's definitely fun. This is before we shot anything. And, okay. Uh, it's been like that ever since. It's been, I wouldn't say what I make them, but what they allow me to do with them, apparently they, it's, it's going well. So. Okay. Okay. And so what do you think, Howie, how do you think Howie feels about Bill? Were they, do you think they were friends for a long time or medical school or? Uh, when I shot the scene with Dana Sue in the hospital, season one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kelly Williams directed that. She's wonderful. I, I, I admire her as an actor for one. Yeah. Uh, but then to be directed by her, it's, I think that's when it opened up for me. Like it loosened oh, okay. up. And she kind of came okay. over and she's like, I like what you did here. She's like, just remember how he went to school with these folks. He, oh, okay. he probably, you know, they were probably picking on each other in, in grade school, you know, with the same type of jokes. And she kind of, it really grounded it there. It's like, okay, all right, I definitely feel like I'm not an outsider coming in. I'm a person who grew up in this town. Okay. And from that point on, it, it made it a little easier for me to connect with any of the dialogue they give me as if I were always there. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Great. Now we talked a little bit about this already, 
but you know we're not looking for spoilers in case you guys have talked about possible plot lines you know if there's a season three but what what would you say are your goals for Howie like the ideal storyline we talked a little bit about it might be nice to learn about him dealing with something from his past you know some some growth opportunities and so forth is there any other goal like do you in your mind do you want Howie to have a romantic partner do you want him to have children you know I don't know anything different with his business What, what kinds of things do you think about I, yeah, that is a that's a tough one. I try to think about this a lot because I I'm I personally am always up for a big twist. Whatever oh that yeah, is. I love twists. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, I actually sat when I sat down with Cheryl, I, I let her know that like I usually come from more of like a everything I study in all my classes is usually more of a dramatic side. But like uh-huh. you're 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 allowing me to play a character that's so close to who I think I actually am in mm-hmm. real life. Mm-hmm. And that's harder. Like that's for yeah. me. I, I don't know if I'm. I feel like sometimes I'm faking it, but uh, but it's <laughs> it's harder to be yourself. I would say that's okay. why I became an actor because it's fun to be other people. Sure. But uh, I would like him to have some kind of reveal. I think they alluded to Eric's character, Dion. He asked Dana Sue at some point if if I've ever talked to Dana Sue about mindfulness. So like Dr. Howie arrived at that point for some reason. Something okay. he needed to check out of something and focus on healing his mind. Mm-hmm. So I, I would love to explore more into that okay it, would, it, it could be messy uh and yeah. then this and if there's a place to be messy it's it's the town of serenity because there you go they just come around you and uh, yeah. i'm already everyone's friend and and uh that that feels wonderful but it would be nice to to burn something and then yeah. and then watch how it either gets repaired or hopefully it doesn't get re- I mean, hopefully i don't leave it at that point I, I would love to stay in town yeah yeah, for sure. Well, that that's really, where we get that drama. I, I would like kids. I mean, I have kids. And yeah. <laughs> it's, it's fun and personal to listen or to talk with Helen's character about where she's going. And I feel honored to be in that circle, you know, having that kind of a storyline. Yeah. But why why not Howie? I, I don't understand that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, they did I, ask I, me at the basket, one of the basketball scenes. They asked me if I was seeing anyone. And I said, yes. no one's curious. Right, right. I think that's, uh, I feel like usually the words that come out of our mouth Mean something for the yeah. future. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I definitely took it that way, or at least was hopeful that way that, okay, yeah, let's, let's explore that some more. So <laughs> now you've worked in Atlanta before, correct? Yeah. Other jobs like Dynasty, right? Dynasty. And I grew up in, in South Carolina. Oh, so okay. A, okay. So yeah, I, uh, I, gosh, I, I've spent years and years and years traveling back and forth for auditions and I feel like okay. I've done a few commercials in that general area. Yeah. So the heat is not a new thing for you. Not managing uh, that in the summer. Okay. Well, the first time being involved in a production outdoors for that extended amount of time was different. Right. Um, Outside. Yeah. And I, I have to, and I, I don't want to keep saying a bunch of wonderful stuff about our production, <laughs> but because I'm obviously biased, but it, that kind of heat with that many people involved, they, it yeah. just, it was never a complaint. It was always like, Wow. We're out here working so hard in the in the sun and we're making something great and we're all a family. It just felt, I feel like there's so many scenarios of jobs that I've worked where if that were the element that we were all dealing with, it would mm-hmm. be, be a little spiky, yeah. which would affect everything. And somehow yeah. it just added. Yeah. So, uh, so they take, they take care of everyone for sure. I'd love to see the same group work in a non-heat season. Like it'd be nice yeah. to shoot. <laughs> During a cooler season to see if that affects if everybody's even more happy. I, I, yeah, I, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I like that. What I wanted to ask you, I, I usually ask folks about this, the wardrobe for Howie. Now we see him in the white coat, but we got to see him in more casual clothes at the birthday festivities. What do you think of that outfit? Is that something that you, Sean, might wear or or not? It was, a, it was a little eccentric to a degree, <laughs> but okay. I, I'm originally from Hawaii. Okay. Um, 
and that's this is where I feel like it tailored pretty personal because oh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, the Cheryl, uh, or the writers, or whomever must have done some research there. And um, my family in Hawaii, or the one thing they requested, and uh, I didn't, I wasn't able to deliver. I didn't even think about it. Was they wanted me to throw up a shaka sign, which is okay. <laughs> just like the uh, the hang ten sign yeah, in, yeah. in Hawaii. Okay. <laughs> but I don't know that what a it's not really been explained for my character. I, I am okay. of mixed Asian ethnicity, but uh, the type of clothes that I wear, I think, I think are, are really well suited and the costume department have been amazing. I mentioned um, that I deal with this unilateral muscular thing. I shared that season one with the costume department and wardrobe Okay, and they tracked it for me. Like I've wow. never had to think about it. They just, all right, well, you have something going on with your leg. We're going to keep you in pants. And they just, they kind of go that yeah. route. And uh I'm not afraid to like reveal any of that stuff. It's just not, right. been a, it's been a non-issue. I think they're very sensitive to that and they tracked mm -hmm. it. And yeah. It's, it feels really nice. And uh, I, I'm, I'm super grateful for that. Sure. Anything they put on me, I'll wear. And uh, the doctor lab coat stuff, that's fun. Yeah. Uh, they didn't get, they didn't let me walk around in the scrubs, which felt, I don't know, more like I was working. Whenever I show up with a coat on, it's usually like I'm just delivering oh, information. Okay. 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 I was trying to make out what brand of tennis shoes you were wearing in the hospital, but I, I couldn't quite tell. It's being overshadowed by the basketball shoes. Those Jordans that we were wearing. Yeah, were, yeah. Were, uh, I think they were Jordans. Just really, really nice. Uh, I have to I'll have to look back and see what those were. I kind of hope that they would have let me part ways with those. <laughs> They're going to be sitting around unused for, for well, I guess, until season three, should we get that opportunity. But uh, yeah, could have been putting some miles on. <laughs> to get you back in those basketball shoes now you sound like you're just so many great people to work with in the cast and the crew did you know anyone before this production in this particular production no okay uh, i and if i'm i may have worked with like a crew person uh on another project but like no like not not someone that i would speak to daily sure uh, not yeah. to take away from any relationships that were were birthed it was so it was, right. it was all really fresh and new okay okay i knew of uh, quite a quite a bit of the characters gosh my wife is a she's a musical theater artist uh she toured with jersey voice for the longest of time oh and wow. huge fan huge huge fan of heather Headley. Uh -huh. and when we realized this was the role that i was being up that I was up for yeah. and that they were offering and that that was heather Headley, she yeah. filled my head with like everything imaginable that this person is which really kind of made it harder to approach <laughs> I, was wondering. I was like i was like don't tell me all that <laughs> yeah I watched her sing with uh, Andrea Pacelli uh, on a YouTube video and then yeah. I went in and, and, and read with her and I was like, why did I do that? Um, and, well, when we see her on Instagram, you know, on, on the, the social media, she seems like such a very down to earth person too. That's amazing to me. That she very much so this, is. Yeah. Very family, very, uh, she's, I'm telling you, she's the sweetest. She's very powerful, like, uh, uh -huh. and, and not even trying to be. Uh, yeah. Okay. And you can't talk with her and not feel like she's like, like, She's there with you. Wow. Yeah, that's great. Obviously, beautiful voice. Yeah. We got yeah. blessed very much so to be a part of some of those scenes. Yeah. Um, awesome. Everyone enjoyed that. That was, that was a nice addition this season. Well, I, I, I don't want to take too much of your time. I want to finish up, but I usually like to end interviews off with sort of a lighthearted, fun question or series of questions. So we'll, we'll get through a few of them. The answer will be Howie or Sean. So who's better at these things, you think? Howie Ooh. or Sean? So first up, karaoke. Who's better? Oh, Howie or Sean? <laughs> <laughs> karaoke, Howie or Sean? Oh, uh, gosh. 
That's going to be a tough, a tough one. Definitely <laughs> Howie, because okay. Howie does all the things that Sean would love okay. to think about doing. And then uh, Sean would need a, quite a few drinks. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. We'll go with Howie <laughs> on that one. How about cooking? Oh, I'd have to say Sean. I do. I do nice. a ton of cooking at home. I've had a, like a, I like to play around and just kind of make stuff uh, improv a bit. Uh, and Howie doesn't seem to seem to have time for that. I was going to say he may not have the time. Uh, <laughs> what about giving driving directions? These are good questions. Uh, <laughs> you know, I would probably say Sean, because if you're in the South and someone's giving you driving directions, they might say down the way or at, mm-hmm. like they might have a certain terminology that seems easy to follow. But um, I'd say Sean. I've, been, right. I've okay. been, been in a lot of places to be able to tell people where okay. to go. How about uh, board games? Ooh, who's better at board games? Yeah. <sighs> I'm going to have to, well, just given what we know about Howie, I'm going to have to say Sean because okay. I love I love board games. I'm a kind of geek out on Catan and Risk. And oh, okay, yeah. Strategy. I don't know that we see that side of, of Dr. Howie. Right, right. Interesting. <laughs> and okay, one more. Uh, summer camp counselor. Ooh, I'm going to go Dr. Howie on this one. Uh, okay. He camp counseling. It wouldn't be so much for the safety side of the camp. I think Dr. Howie seems to he seems to dial into the heart level of things. And I think yeah, because growing up going to camp, I always connected with the counselors that were uh, personal and kind of gave you little gems of stuff that you you hear in your mind forever. And I think Howie has those kind of things. Okay. Okay. Great. Yeah. That does make that makes sense. I think it was about 50-50 there. So nice combination of Howie and Sean. I'm telling you, Howie is very close to home yeah. and uh, i'm grateful for that yeah um there is a dirty side to me on home i, I so I, <laughs> I, my wife would tell you we fight sometimes we fight kind of uh, dramatically there you go there <laughs> two you actors go. in the house i, I want to see how we how we get there okay awesome well thank you so much for taking the time this was a lot of fun and i know the fans are going to really enjoy learning more about your character and you yourself so take care and Really appreciate it. It was an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much, Tracy. All right. Bye. Bye bye.